Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. It's been 22 long years, but it's time for Stephen Williams to take a seat. Welcome to the OEO podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley. That's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter, at Brandon Dubich. It's Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? History was my favorite subject in high school, so today was pretty significant for me because we made history today. Um, I was going to save it for my final statement, but I can't. Today was my favorite signing day ever. I mean, it, it it was nice to be nationally relevant. I just can't believe IU was nationally relevant in football recruiting. That's right. Wild. Um, For those that didn't understand the reference, uh, Stephen Williams, if you don't know who that is, I don't know him either. Apparently he went to IU for like a smidge. Uh, He was our number one overall rate to recruit for 22 years. Now we have a new one. His name's Sean McCullough. And we will talk about him next week because this week we are going to talk about the commits on the offensive side of the football but before we get there we cannot forget to introduce as always producer seth you can block him on twitter it's at seta5 s-e-t-a-h-5 he's just chilling so all right man purdue loses the Rutgers in more than just basketball dude you promised come on oh lose lose in recruiting rankings and on the basketball court yeah, fun fact, guys, before we get started, um, the entire East is, if what it take this for what you want, is ranked ahead of the entire West division of the Big Ten in final recruiting. Well, not final, but early signing period recruiting rankings. Best in the West. Best in the West. Yeah, it's like being that. Never mind. So. Um, all right, well, the let's least get into sharp it. tool in the shed. That, that's better than what also I was gonna say. Thing. Um, <laughs> also, lol at Nebraska. LOL yeah, that's terrible. Always make sure it keeps Scott for hashtag Scott Frost forever. Dead last Nebraska that they have like some of the nicest facilities, some of the highest paid coaching staffs, mm-hmm. yet they get dead last. In the entire Big Ten, L signed a Nebraska legacy today. A Nebraska legacy said, nah, no thanks. I don't want to go to that S show. All right, let's talk about, um, and we'll talk about him next week when we talk about the defense. But talk about the offensive commits. Uh, we will be talking about transfers too. I just, and we'll do a little bit of a, a schmidge if you guys missed. Um, any of this, and then if you don't know anything about the players, we'll give you a little bit of uh, what they are, what they're going to bring, and um, yeah, let's start. I'll go first, Brandon. 
Uh, first, and we're going to do it in alphabetical order. So first, it was kind of a surprise commit. Uh, wide receiver Cameron Cooper, a transfer in from junior college. Camper. What was that? Camper. Sorry. Cameron Camper. Um, transfer from Juco, second ranked wide receiver in junior college. He was uh, not recruited at all out of high school, basically. So what he did was built his body and resume in junior college, which is, is pretty normal. Uh, he'll have three years of eligibility remaining six foot two, 190 pounds. Uh, Tom Allen talked about him uh, a decent amount during his press conference today, ability to high point the football um, and should have a pretty immediate impact on the wide receiver room. I'm not sure he'll be a starter, but I would think a too deep guy um, right from the, right from the jump. Um, most of these, and I didn't write this down. Is he an early enrollee, Brandon? Do we know? Uh, I'll have to go back and look at that list. Yeah, what I think is in, important here, by 247, he was the fourth best Juco wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty significant. By the composite, he was the second best Juco wide receiver. Mm -hmm. He's a top 25 Juco player. Um, you know, I mean, a Juco linebacker is going to go in the top 10 this year. Like, Juco players, you know, get rid of that stigma, right? Like, they're Juco for, for some reasons. There's still a lot of talented players here. I'm trying not to get excited from another transfer wide receiver because Cam Buckley is still somewhere up in my head. Um, but no, I, I think this could be a low-key steal. I, I, I like this guy. Yeah, um, I think so too. So we'll, we'll just have to see how it plans out, um, how it pans out. Uh, he is an early enrollee. Uh, looking at that list right now. And that's, that's good. I mean, that's a lot of the things that like, let's just take uh, DMAC, for example, Donovan McCauley, had he been an early enrollee, maybe he doesn't, you know, look as rusty as he did to begin the season. So um, what's next, Brandon? What, who do you got? Yeah. So um, kind of uh, a flip, kind of our, our biggest flip, I guess, of this session um, was Brody Foley. Uh, coming out of Cincinnati, Ohio. So keeping that Cincinnati connection, he was all Tennessee almost the entire time. He, he committed to Tennessee in the summer after a visit. Um, but then again, he really liked Walt Bell. Um, he really liked uh, the, uh, the high school he was at. Anderson runs the exact same offense that Walt Bell runs. And he was pretty much just swept away right away by, by Walt Bell. So, you know, he, he comes in and, and gets a, a four-star kid um, right away. You know, we already had a tight end in Ryan Miller. We'll, we'll cover him in a little bit. Uh, but he's everything you want. He's 236 as a high schooler. Like, can you imagine what that's going to be once he puts on some weight? Um, 6'5", 236, uh, four-star tight end. Uh, love to see it. Top yeah, 500 big, kid. We yeah, talk, big, all summer, we talked about top 500 guys, mm -hmm. right? Like, that number is significant. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think, I think that this is going to be a sneaky signing, you know, here two, three years from now. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, he looks good. I'd, ability to block for sure is what, is what Alan was talking about. Um, but I think he'll see, you'll see him a lot. Unless he puts on a ton of weight, I, I would think that they're going to split him out a little bit like they did with Hendershot. But, yep. Um, next on the list, kind of in Hindi, Josh Henderson transfer in from, uh, North Carolina running back. He'll have three years of eligibility remaining. Um, he should compete 
I would think for the starting running back position, him with um, another running back that we'll talk about here in a little bit, not much tape from the UNC. Uh, but as far as his high school stuff goes, it looks like he's got pretty good speed, good hands out of the backfield, which would be nice and actually has the ability to line up in the slot. So uh, should be able to use him even if he doesn't start necessarily definitely as a third down back or a pass catching back out of the backfield. Um, Josh Anderson, anything else you want to add on him? Kind of a bigger back too. Um, if I remember right, let me look at his stats here. I mean, he's not small. Yeah, 5'11", 215. So yeah, maybe just more of a prototypical running back here. Um, big hair. So there you go. All hair team already. Walks right on. He, so. He, he's, he's, so I think you may be looking at his picture, and I, I mean, you may be looking at him in pads. He looks wide. Yeah. Like he, he, he looks like a bigger back than maybe his his football card shows right so um i mean again he was a top 40 back out of college he, he just outside of that top, top 500 he was uh he was 590 uh in the composite so again um close to that 500 range uh i don't want to call unc rbu but i mean there there's there's been some significant running backs coming out of unc recently uh so you know they definitely have an eye for talent with, without a doubt there. Uh, and I think he comes in as a very complimentary piece. Uh, how good is Javon Williams? Is that his name? Javion Williams? Javante. Yeah. Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. That dude's yeah. good. Yeah. They need Melvin Gordon out of there in Denver, but yeah, he's, he's going to be a stud for a long time. Yes. Uh, you're up speaking of studs. Yeah. And this is a guy that I think we're all excited about. I mean, you, whether it was uh national recruiting gurus, whether it was local reporters, everyone was just drooling over Jalen Lucas. Um, he's listed as an athlete, but I think he's going to play all over the field. He's, he's going to line up at, at running back is what we've been told. So continue. Yep. Sorry. No, I, again, I mean, it, you just look all over a place, steal of the class best I've ever covered. You know, you just the, the praise was on and on and on. That's what I meant. Like he was one of the fun storylines that made signing day so fun this uh, this year. Um, Heinz Ward recruited him. I'm pretty sure that guy knows a thing or two about talent. Uh, just absolutely um, couldn't be more excited. Uh, he, he's we're going to talk about it. Here a little later, um, I think Jalen Lucas can have an immediate impact. It's That's hard to put on true freshmen in Big Ten football. But I think out of all the guys we covered so far, um, only about a third of the list, I do think he probably has the most impact on next year's team. Yes, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Maybe, I don't know, man, we'll see. Maybe another one of these running backs on here will have a big impact too. Um But yeah, three-star kid out of New Orleans. Super, super excited about this kid. Um, He'll be another mid-year enrollee as well. So, An evaluator called him the next Rondale Moore. I didn't say it. I think that's ridiculous. Got to give Rondale Moore all the credit in the world. But if you want to look for a ridiculous comp, because comps are ridiculous, that's the comp. Yeah. Man, I could only hope. I guess just with less injuries would be nice. Um, next on the list, offensive tackle, an area of need. Bray Lynch, a three-star tackle out of Austin, Texas, plays for Westlake, I think, if I'm 
remembering this right. They're still playing. They are still playing for championship this weekend, I believe. Um, he is not going to enroll early. He'll be a spring enrollee um, or a fall enrollee. Um, left tackle, but could slide inside. Plays on one of the best high school teams in, in Texas, which we just talked about. Tom Allen went out to see him last week in that semifinals. And he said it was one of the best high school teams he's ever seen. So um, that's good. That's good pedigree to come from. Hopefully can can come in and make an impact on that on a line that needs some help. So um, what do you got next, Brandon? I just go back on Bray Lynch. Um, yeah. You know, I get sucked into this uh, probably a little too much. I'm certainly a sucker for it, but I think he's a culture guy. The guy has only one. Right. Like guy has only one everywhere he's went. Um, you need guys like that. You, you, you need guys to who have one who expect to win. And I think that's who Bray Lynch is second point on him. I was so scared. We were going to lose him when, when Hoover left. Um, I thought he might be the next guy to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was close with Sheridan as well. And uh, you know, you can't just bring one line or, you know, you need a couple linemen. Um, especially at the tackle position. So I think this was a really important keep for, for IU. All right. What do you got next? Go to the next is the other tight end, Ryan Miller. Um, Again, he, you, you talked about Brody Foley kind of being that kind of stand up tight end, line it up in the slot. That's a hundred percent what Ryan Miller is. Mm -hmm. Um, He is, he is modern day tight end. I think I called them, you know, a, a high school version of Mike Gusecki, the way he plays, like he's only tight end in label. He isn't tight end at all. And what you think of um, Ryan, Ryan Miller, kind of looks exactly what you want in modern day football. Um, we haven't really seen anyone like that uh, at, at IU. So it'll be interesting to see how he fits into a Walt Bell offense. Uh, but again, it's where the game's going and you need guys like that. Yeah. You just reminded me of, uh Brody Foley's scouting report. So he's being compared to your boy. Oh Pat Fryermuth. Yep. Um, so I think both of these tight ends coming in are going to be pretty impactful in the past game. Again, as long as they're used right and can build their bodies up a little bit. Um Miller is going to be an early enrollee this year as well. So immediately get in and, and hit the ground running. Um, he's 6'6", That is tiny. Got to hit the weight room. Yep, got to hit the weight room. Another person who is not tiny, and the next one on the list, um, offensive lineman DJ Moore, or as Brandon likes to call him. Come on. The demon. The demon. Three-star out of Fort Wayne, 6'5", 315 pounds as a high schooler, 6'5", 315 pounds. Um, I said... uh, Bray Lynch might walk right in. DJ Moore might might just walk right into this line. Um, interior offensive lineman again, strong, powerful, good hands. Um, he's, I say walk right in. He's probably going to need a little bit of time to develop and get ready for the speed of college, but um, a nice prospect on the offensive line. Do you have anything else you want to add on DJ? A few things. Um, top 500 guy. Sorry, a broken record here. Top 500 guy. That's important. Top 20 interior offensive line in the entire country. That's that's huge. I mean, that's uh, to get a top 20 position guy 
I, that, that's something IU isn't in the discussion on. And kind of the biggest thing is a two-part here of playing defense. Not only did we keep him, he, he, had, he had people trying to recruit him the entire time, but we, we fought like hell keeping him on our team. And we fended off Cincinnati, Minnesota, Purdue. It's a big recruiting win. I mean, yeah. these are teams you're playing, you know, every year in the big in the Big Ten, and then Cincinnati, who you're going to be competing for a while with. Um, this this was a big recruiting win on on multiple fronts here. His offer list is very impressive: Ohio State, Nebraska, Oregon, Penn State, Tennessee, Texas A&M, West Virginia, as you said, Cincinnati, Missouri, Minnesota, Arizona State. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive. So. Um, how hard these teams recruited him. I'm not sure. I know Ohio state was sniffing around early, uh, but yeah, again, either way, good kid should be able to walk right into the team. Um, hopefully can develop and, and sharpen his tools when he gets there. So uh, what do you got next, Brandon? How about coach McCullough's first recruit, right? Yeah. Like he came in and just landed this guy immediately. I mean, talk about offer lists. I mean, this guy had it from everybody. I mean, we're talking Notre Dame, Alabama, Oregon. I mean, you you name it. This guy, this guy had the offer list for it, um, and we were kind of looking. He's probably running back four, running back five. There's a strong possibility that our third best recruit is a red shirt, and that speaks to to the room Coach McCullough and Coach Allen built. That speaks to the depth of the program we want to get at. I mean. You kept hearing me say top 500 guy. This is a top 300 guy. He's just outside of that uh, top 20 position player. He's the 21st uh, ranked running back. Uh, this guy is going to be a stud, and I'm pumped that he kind of gets to learn uh, not only under uh, Coach McCullough, but under some of these uh, transfers that are coming in. Um, because, again, he, I think he, he has potential, all Big Ten potential two or three years down the line. Yeah. Um, again, kind of that scouting report on him that 24 seven does. Uh, Damian Harris is his comparison. So his, uh, his name's Jabron Payne, by the way, I, I, yeah. I said it, but I said it very quickly. Thank you, producer Seth for, for catching that. Oh yeah. Um, you, he definitely said it. You definitely I, said, I said it. it fast. I said it right away, but uh, yeah, gotcha. Jabron, Jabron Payne. Yeah. The kid's good. I mean, really good acceleration, solid pass, pass catcher. Um, he's not, I don't want to say he's not breakaway speed, but he's, he's definitely a home run hitter, but he's not like a, let's just say he's not going to oppo. Let's say that. Okay. So, um, and then another kid that will be here in the fall is um, next one running back RB one, Brandon, maybe Sean Shivers transfer from Auburn. Um, he will have one year. He's a graduate transfer. To play here, he is the number 10 overall running back in the 2018 class. Five foot seven, 190 pounds, and I think 190 might be generous. Um, in the skinny side of it, I think this dude is a freaking bowling ball. Um, he will be an early enrollee, will be here early on. This kid, if you've seen the highlight tapes, you want to talk about explosive and hitting a hole hard, that's him. Uh, not afraid of contact. Uh, and then something I've read, which was pretty, for me, this being maybe my second favorite IU player of all time, this is a good comparison. IU hasn't seen the kind of speed that Shivers has since. 
Tevin Coleman. Two totally different backs. But if you can get somebody that's going to be physical, hit the hole hard the way that he does, and have the speed that Tevin Coleman has, ugh. wish we had him for more than one year. Just say that much. This guy is the epitome of getting lower than the defender. I mean, he yeah. pops dudes. Um, I mean, what, what's that clip, uh, clip where he popped the Alabama guy's helmet off? Yeah. Um, this guy initiates contact. Um, too many times, you know, um, I don't want to call our running back soft, but we haven't had a bruising back like this since Jordan Howard, right? Like somebody who just is going to like put their head down. Like Stevie Scott did. I'm an idiot. I take it back. Steve, Stevie Scott. Stevie Scott. Kind. Oh, yeah. Um, but this guy has something Stevie doesn't have, and that's the ability to separate as well. So he he, he has something that, um, that, that Stevie didn't have. I'm excited about this guy. I think he's going to have to do a lot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I was really excited about Stephen Carr last year. I'm in the exact same spot um with him i think he can be just as good um as and as advertised for sure yeah totally agree one of the most exciting transfers and commits on in this class for sure so yeah and i I was i was talking to you michael about this beforehand you know most transfers that they transfer kind of for a reason right Mm -hmm. either they haven't played well or they haven't lived up to our rankings like we can, we, we're kind of going through and like, oh, well, their high, their high school rating was this and their transfer rating is this. He went up, right? So, like, he's more highly regarded now than he was coming out of high school. And out of high school, he was a high four-star. He, I mean, he, he was three. He was 344. Number yeah. 10 in the country. And yeah, he's rated higher than that now. Like, that's very rare, and that speaks to the quality of a player. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Um, another transfer is next, Brandon. What do you got? Emory Simmons. People that follow recruiting as uh, as closely as you and I do are definitely going to remember this name. He was an early commit. Um, and then, again, he bounced around to Penn State and then I think eventually wound up at North Carolina um, and just kind of could never find the connection in the sinking ship that was Sam Howell this year. But he has the size, you know, 6'1", 195. Very, very highly touted out of high school, almost at that top 500 range. Um, I was pumped when we first got him. I was super bummed when we lost him. Uh, he, he is everything that a Grant Hurd wide receiver like is. He, he is prototypical in that. Um, and yeah, I, I, think, I think he can insert himself as an outside receiver pretty immediately. Yeah. That's what I, that's exactly what I wrote. I think he's, he walks right in and gets one at either the X or the Y right from the very start. Um, he will also be a mid-year enrollee. Well, all of the transfers are. Um, so that'll be exciting to see him get a lot of that under his belt, get the new offense figured out and step right onto the field. So um, last commit um, and another mid-year enrollee out of high school, three-star offensive tackle Carter Smith out of Powell, Ohio, uh, six foot five, two eighty. Interesting fact with this kid, not a whole lot you can talk about as a tackle, as far as like being super exciting, but, um, I, with a tackle, you want what you want to be explosive. You want to be athletic. You want to be, um, able to move your feet. Well, well, the guy plays volleyball, 
on his high school team. Um, and at 6'5", 280 pounds. So with that Dude, frame, I he's going to come in. I would be terrified of that spike. Oh, yeah. You see oh, me yeah. the parents yeah. where Fokker blows up that girl's nose? Yeah. Yeah. That would be me if I decided that I was going to line up and play across. Dude, I'd go straight Carter fetal Smith. position if he jumped up and I was right in front of him. I'm not going up to block that. No. 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 Yeah. 6'5", 280. Should put on a good 20 pounds, I think, over the spring. Uh, this kid, since he is an early enrollee, I think this is a legit shot at, at just walking right into the offensive line. So, uh, don't know much about his high school or any of that other stuff, but a really good looking talent coming out. Uh, I mean, he's right in Ohio state add? country. I mean, yeah. that's, that, that's a, that's a huge coup. It's it, the weird thing that I saw and the Midwest does a pretty good job in, in recruiting rankings. 247 has him as. 191st ranked composite, which is everything else is 627. Everything you guys have heard me say is composite. If you don't know what composite is, it's about three or four different rankings and it's pretty much an average or a mean. I'm, I'm not quite sure if it's an average or a mean there. Um, so I normally go by composite because I think that's the most unbiased, yeah. but 247 loves this guy. 18th I mean, ranked they, offensive tackle. In the entire country, guys. Yeah. So, I mean, again, that's just one scouting service, but that's a that's a 92. If he was a 92 ranked, like that's, you know what, you know what McCullough is? I mean, he's a 97, 97 but, yeah. but 92 would be our second best recruit. I, I think you're onto something here, Michael. I definitely think, um, you know, he could be somebody that maybe is, maybe doesn't play like the first couple games. But, you know, if, if, God forbid, there's an injury or the offensive line isn't playing well, he could insert himself by mid yeah. to late season if the offensive line play isn't isn't there. Yeah, super smart kid, too. Uh, took all four of his, well, took four of his five official visits all in a row. Tennessee, Northwestern, Virginia, and IU all in a row. Um, committed the day after, well, not the day after. When did he? It was pretty soon after his Virginia no, it's a day visit, after it was right? it was June 14th and he committed on the 15th. That's right. Um, but yeah, his offer list is insane. As I already said, Northwestern, Tennessee, Virginia, but then you've got Auburn, Cincinnati, Iowa State, Louisville, Michigan State, Minnesota, Nebraska, we Old Miss. Cincinnati's I mean, butt this cycle in recruiting. Yeah, we really did. Well, we usually do. I feel like they don't take too many that of our recruits, but we'll see. That, but that's we went it, two man. and ten, and they're a college football playoff team. That's right, right? Like, that's right. like, yeah, you're right. We should beat an American. We should beat a group of five. Should have beat them this. Should beat them this year. But we were team. two and we were two and ten, and they're a college football playoff team, and we stole at least three recruits from them. We're like, one targeting call away from them not being in the college football playoff. Uh, I mean, I don't, I, I think that's significant. Maybe it's not significant, but you need to win those regional matchups. And I think we did really well, really, really well this cycle winning the regional matchups. Yeah, I totally agree. Sorry. I was talking ish in the, in the chat. Um, so you know how, you know, you know, producers should like keep our attention and like keep us focused or and just provide not us information. do things in the background at the chat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or Producer in- Seth is doing the opposite in this one. He's very distracting. Yes. You and I have had multiple pauses because we're either reading something that has nothing to do with what we're saying. He's over here talking about Matt harms. 
Um, and he's sitting here making gestures, very distracting from producer Seth today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. Who is the most exciting player in the class on offense for you? I think we have the same answer. I, it's just J, it's Jalen Lucas. I, okay. I'm buying in the hype. I'm drinking the tea, whatever you want to say here. I cannot wait to see what we do with this kid. Um, because I think we can do so much. I, I think whether it's jet sweeps, whether it's read options, whether it's, you know, a million different things. Um, we haven't had speed like speed was an issue as soon as DJ Matthews went down. We had no one that any defense really had to worry about. Again, David Ellis would have been another one, but again, another person that was injured majority you of the year. Half to worry about this kid you absolutely have to do that and i'm i'm it's 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 signing day you're you're allowed to be excited and i'm getting pumped about this one for sure we'll get pumped about this here's what tom allen said in his press conference he used the word dynamic quite a bit says makes plays in space he'll be used in the return game which is very exciting um, just needs to get the ball in his hands any way possible. This is the one that kind of like made me stop in my tracks. Uh, he was told by somebody, he did not say who it was, but this, that he may be the most dynamic player in the country in this class. So to pull something like that off again, this kid, not superly like, over the top recruited he's not super high ranked three-star kid in the top 1000 nationally in the composite um but he's listed as an athlete so he's top 65 athlete in the country this offer list isn't crazy louisville maybe one of the other big high ones he was leaning towards two he was committed to Tulane, right Mm -hmm. um leaned a little bit towards florida atlantic but again if you think about those teams those power five teams FAU, Tulane, you think, what do you think? Shifty, athletic, fast players. Um, maybe not the strongest players ever, but to hear somebody say that he may be the most dynamic player in the country in this class is is pretty exciting. So anything else we want to add before we move on? Nope. Uh, Seth, you got something? I got one. Uh-oh. Uh, I, this one's name is unknown quarterback prospect that will be the most likely um or the most exciting one i think yeah. we don't know who it is yeah. but i anticipate that who that that unknown quarterback will probably get some significant playing time at some point during the season so that's what you i'm going so. with dark horse you think so? you think a quarterback might get some playing time seth on this team really going out on a limb <laughs> somebody brought their a game today <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Um, let's move on real quick. Uh, but before we do that, let's get a word from our sponsor, Moan on Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs in the shop, their gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. As a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout. That's LEO10 to get 10% off your order. Now, let's get back to the show. Brandon, it is time for Brando's Randos. What you got? 
There we go. All right. So I got a, I got a couple here. So uh, I'm going to try to go through it a little quick. Um, what's bigger that we got fourth in the Big Ten or that we were 20th in the country? What is more significant? Like what 20th will in the what, country? 20th in the country. See, Seth disagrees. I'm with you. I think we can use 20th in the country in future recruit. Like, hey, come join this. This is what we built. I'm with Seth. I think to us fans, fourth in the Big Ten is big, right? Like the fan base, I think, is going to rally around. Hey, look, this is where we're at against our peers. But I think within the program, 20th in the country is going to resonate with younger kids more for sure. Yeah, I'm just looking at something, too, with the transfers. Uh, I use rank third in the country in transfer ranking so far um whether that's good or for you baby transfer you i said it over the summer i'm okay with that who's who's ranked ahead of us who's second speaking of transfer you florida michigan state (laughs) just just a smidge above us um okay what's next all right so um again we landed some real i mean how many times did i say top 500 top 300 um, we had a really good class, but out of the position groups, which one would you wish we had a little bit more? There's one obvious answer. So, yeah, um, quarterback. Like, let's not give the quarterback answer. What other outside of quarterback, you know, group would you like us to see maybe snag one or two more guys by February? Uh, I know the answer of what they're going to try to do. Uh, but for me, and I don't want to be a message board guy, but offensive line is pretty concerning with the talent that we had last year. Um, whether that was offensive scheme, maybe, or was it actual playing talent? I don't know. Uh, and losing, um, what is his name? Caleb Jones to the transfer portal. Not saying he was super great last year, but um, doesn't help. Now, bringing in somebody like Carter Smith um, as an early enrollee is, should should really help with that depth. But to, I would think bringing in some sort of transfer um, would have been a nice addition to the class. Uh, but other than that, I think they did a pretty good job on offense for sure. Yeah, I, I, offensive line is the other answer. I mean, I think... I would have been more comfortable. Five would have been ideal. Four, I think, is is where we should at least be, which means we need to add one more. I think I would have also liked to see a wide receiver. I think our wide receiver room was was a little disappointing this year, to put it politely. Uh, I like Camper and Simmons, um, but I, I would I would like to see it. Does, it could be transfer or uh, transfer or recruit. Uh, e- either one. Uh, I'd like to see our wide receiver room get bolstered little bit yeah i was thinking about wide receiver too um but the only thing i've uh, i think we're okay at wide receiver and the reason i say that is because you do have young talent holt bennett you have you've got jaka smith you've got other people that didn't see the field a ton that will develop and had did develop this year and will develop over the spring and into the fall camp and should emerge and start to emerge. So I think that the, the room is pretty deep. 
but whether or not the talent is there with those younger recruits, we'll just have to wait and see. So I, I slightly agree with you, um, but I, I want to hold out hope a little bit for what we do have in there right now. And we do bring back DJ Matthews again and, and David Ellis. And so those players don't need to, to be forgotten either. So what's next? Yep. Um, so got to do the whole podcast thing, right? Like, you know, we're not exactly, um, you know, <laughs> ranking lists or whatever, but got to grade this. Seth, Michael, give me a grade on what uh, A, B, C, D, F on this offensive hall for IU. Can't give incomplete with no quarterback either. Got 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 to got to grade it for what this is. So the the not getting a quarterback in the first signing period that does not I can't that can't factor into the grade. Is that what you're saying? No, it it can. For me, you can't get an A because you didn't wrap up a quarterback. Like A is off the board for, for me, for my grading. It doesn't have to be for yours, but for me, it's important to get a quarterback every a quarterback every class, and you didn't get a quarterback. Um, it's not done yet. It's not done yet. You know, maybe this is midterms or whatever, whatever you want to call it. But for me, it can't be an A because there was plus. no quarterback. It's a B plus. It's a top 20 class in the country. Okay, both of, you, both of you guys are nuts. You guys went 2-10 and 10 last year. You have every reason for every single one of those recruits to jump ship. Very few of them did. This is an A-plus recruiting cycle. You guys are fourth in the Big Ten. You're 20th nationally. Get the hell over it, guys. Grow <laughs> up. Be happy about this and stop pouting. You're going to get a quarterback. It's going to happen. You're fine. You just, you, you just stole my final statement, but yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, this is the best class we've ever had. I just said this is my most fun signing day I've ever had. This is oh, next week is going to Seth is going to hate it as a Purdue guy. He's going to hate having to sit there and listen to the amount of talent that, that defense is bringing in is insane. But on offense, we're just grading the offense, right? We're not grading the entire class. I think B plus is good enough without a quarterback. I think B plus is good enough. All right, uh, last one for me, and this is kind of big picture. I'm going to ask this a ton of times in Brando's Randos across the offseason. Does this have an impact on season tickets? Money has been was thrown around during the coaching search. Money is going to be talked about all offseason. Does fourth in the Big Ten, 20th in the country, does – that result in people buying into the program. Slightly right now. And again, what, what as an average fan, what is the most put yourself in an average fan's shoes? They don't what even know. The, they don't even know it's signing day. Well, what Honestly. is the most important position on the, on the field? What is the one thing quarterback, right? So, if, and it's a big if, they sign a big transfer name or a big high school quarterback, I think that will help a lot. I do think that there, and I think that what happens in the spring, and honestly, as, as much as I, I don't really love BTN, but the BTN, what do they call that? Where they go around to each team and do all that stuff every, was it spring practice where they do it or fall practice? No, it's spring. Whenever they start actually talking about what these kids look like when they've got pads on and when they're playing and 
that's going to help a little bit more. But I, I think, and we'll talk about it here after producer Seth Sack, what they bring in at the quarterback position is going to help a lot because I think, I don't think you're adding a ton of season tickets by just going in with Jack Tuttle. As much as we love Tuttle, I don't think that's what's going to sell season tickets right now. No matter how much talent is is there with Lucas, Matthews, Ellis, uh, Simmons, Shivers, all those dudes, Payne. I mean, the average fan doesn't know that. So... I think I sent it to my dad and he sent me a Michael Keaton multiplicity, like leaning back this, one of those things. I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but it's an A plus 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 gift, by the way. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Good movie. So, all right. Cool. Let's open the sack. All right. Producer Seth sack. Let's reach in deep in there and see what he's got. What do you got, bud? Oh, I pulled out a fresh one today. What do you guys get more excited about these days? Transfer recruits or high school recruits? I think it's a fair question. These It used to be very absurd, but now I think it's, I think you can go either way. I think initial excitement is way higher on a transfer. He's going to play. Yeah. Well, he's going to play one and you've seen him play for the most part. Most of these transfers have tape in college that you've seen when you sit back and you think about it most of these transfers i mean our transfers seem to be three years three years one year simmons has got two i think um so they don't always come and stay but you think about when you think about transfers at iu you you automatically go to jordan howard um and, and I mean, honestly, DJ Matthews could turn out to be an incredible transfer down the road. But for me, the initial excitement is higher on a transfer, I think. Brandon? Oh, 100%. Yeah, the, the kind of immediate payoff. The fun part of recruiting is like the offer, the visit, after the visit. Like, it, it's not really the signing of them because by then, like, you already know if there's crystal balls in and you already know which way they're leaning. Like it's more the journey for the recruit. The, the destination is definitely like the transfer 100%. All right. Uh, and my other one is let's fast forward a little bit here. Talking recruits two, three years from now, when you're starting to see the fruits, the labor, the development of players um, let's talk kind of best case scenario, worst case scenario, uh, hopes, fears, as far as how this recruiting class pans out moving forward, at least on the offensive side. Do you guys have a top four, top five Big Ten offense with these guys? Uh, I think the jury's still out on that until we see we see what Walt Bell does, I guess. I mean, the talent is there on paper. Um, and on some of these transfers, the talent is there literally Shivers, Simmons. Um, we don't know much about Henderson. We don't know much about camper. So here, here's my thing that this often, like, again, it's, it's very 
balanced. So I can't say like, hey, you know what? This is more recruit heavy, so this will pay off in a few years. I can't say this is transfer heavy, so it'll pay off immediately. It's kind of perfectly balanced. Mm -hmm. It's something that I really like. I mean, I think this is kind of the exact allocation, um, a word I use a lot in my work, so I don't know if that really makes sense, but like it has the right allocation of eligibility and ability. Um, so man, will it get us a top offense? No, but it kind of fits long-term needs, immediate needs and midterm. Like it, it kind of fills everything. Um, it, it's, it's kind of, ex- it's what the doctor's ordered, I guess. I don't know if that exactly answers your question, but it, it's kind of my thoughts on it. Oh, that makes perfect sense. All right. I'm empty. All right, cool. Well, this will be kind of fun and totally speculative, speculative. That's the word I was going for. Um, Remaining areas of need. I want to talk about the two on offense that Tom Allen talked about. The most important quarterback. He said, quote, we're going to bring in two more, a transfer and a high school player. And then he mentioned wide receiver and defensive line as being two other areas that they want to finish the class off with. Brandon, let's talk, because we don't know anything about wide receiver. I think they get another transfer at wide receiver, wouldn't you think so? Or would yeah. you think a, a developmental high school kid? No. You don't think so? Okay, so we're going to leave that one alone. This is what I'm excited about, is who do you think we bring in in high school? There's one particular recruit out there that seems to be pretty high on our radar i mean one of our coaches literally tweeted out a tb12 gif and his initials are tb um tanner bailey i i i don't don't think you can do that and not feel confident in him um i mean he was an oregon signee i think oregon quarterbacks do pretty well at least in college Right. Um, R.I.P. Joey Harrington. He's not dead. His career (laughs) was. Um, Yeah. Tanner Bailey is obviously the exciting thing. I think I was hoping we'd lock him up. Yeah. Him being able to take other visits is hashtag not great. Um, But yeah, no, Tanner Bailey would definitely shoot up our we wouldn't be 20th ranked in the country anymore that yeah. would jump us up a few spots if i'll sure. do that real quick if i can hop on the class count calculator real fast the more interesting thing to me because i think it's tanner bailey or bust i really do um on the high school front it's what we don't know on the that's been the whole message board scuttlebutt um is who the heck are they bringing in um, the first week of, of January, because that's the only time you can host recruits. You can only host recruits. You can go visit, but you can only host recruits one week in January. And Tom Allen said that as in, we will have recruits coming. So everyone's like, who, 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 um, <laughs> didn't even try that. That was, that was unintentional. Seth, you, you seem like you might know something here. Um, do you want, do you want to, you want to, Give some news. All right. I have two guys I've done a lot of research on. One, I don't think there's a shot in hell. Uh, and that's Zach Gibson, the Akron quarterback transfer. He's all but cinched to go into Georgia don't. Tech. Please don't he talk was, about the one I want to talk about. Please don't talk about the one I want to talk about. 
Of course I'm going to talk about him. Uh, Incarnate Word. Oh, he is. Can Cameron I talk about Ward. him? Can I go talk about it. him? Yeah. He uh, Hold on. Let me just go. Uh, he visited Ole Miss. He's been talks with Houston, North Texas, and IU. And allegedly, there's others beating around the bush. Who is? I, I honestly so have far. no idea. You guys have not You're told kidding. me about this at all. You're I don't kidding. Know Who? Cameron Ward, dude. He is in the transfer portal. He's a four-star quarterback. He was totally unrecruited coming out of high school. Ended up at Incarnate Ward, which I believe is in Texas, correct? Or Incarnate correct. Word, sorry. Um, he's from Texas, West Columbia, Texas. Uh, he is a... He'll be a junior this year, I believe. Um, last year's stats, Brandon... He was 65, 65% completion percentage for 40, uh, 4650 as far as yards go. 47 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, with a quarterback rating of 154.2. The kid is six foot three, 225. He's not a run first quarterback. He is a pocket, a pocket passer with the ability to run. Um, he's very exciting to watch on, on film. His uh, release is incredible. His arm strength is really nice. The kid is is going to be a stud wherever he goes. And if he ends up at Indiana, that is going to be big time. And if they can add both of them, by the way, if they add Tanner Bailey, that puts us in the top 16 ahead of Clemson. And if they can add Cameron Ward, which let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, uh, I will look that up. Real I, quick holy, I'm looking at. at his stats on ESPN. Incredible. Oh my. Wow. I saw you've got to get him third. on campus. You've got to get him on campus. He was a he third a ranked transfer quarterback in one of the rankings I was looking at. I think he won the conference player of the year, maybe even the division player of the year. In one game, he had 610 yards and seven touchdowns. Yeah. In a single game. I, our, yeah. our quarterbacks didn't do that all year. I'm kidding, <laughs> of course, but like. I'm trying to find, see if I can add Ward to the calculator. I don't think I can because he's him All being right. a transfer. Well, again, I, I haven't seen him anywhere on the message oh board or goodness, on Twitter or, or where. All um, my data is from 247, by the way, just to cite the, cite the source on that. Guys, you, got, you had my interest. Yeah, he's, he's something else. Yeah, and if curiosity. we can pull that off, that would be incredible but got to get him on campus start there we've got obviously some major competition walt bell yeah if you want to get on the fan side you already have brody foley's a good start um you got to lock down omar cooper he said he wants to sit down and talk to you we haven't talked to omar cooper all day um he wants to sit down and talk to omar bell to you walt could bell. win a lot of fan or you can win a lot of fans very quickly if you get brody foley Tanner Bailey, Cameron Ward, and lock up Omar Cooper. That is very good press very, very early. Trying to find the Cam Ward thing that he's referencing, but dude, yeah, you got to watch this guy's stats. He's he's incredible. And, so. and, and, and guys, again, was on the Spencer Rattler, mostly joking, but kind of hoping he went to South Carolina. Bo Nix has been shot down. Um, there's absolutely zero chance Indiana's interested, or Bo Nix probably doesn't have any interest in Indiana. 
he is staying in the south and um and adrian martinez there, there's there's no smoke there either yeah uh did you say that they that we had offered right is that what you said seth Indiana six days ago offered. cameron ward tweeted blessed to receive my first fbs offer from indiana university first fbs that's big offer. that's big six days ago that was number one so still early in the process let's see he's hoping to make a decision early virginia January. tech offered 10 hours ago well that's fine don't worry about virginia tech um let's see, see da, 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 da. I'm trying to read some of these plans here that's about it so we're looking early january so hopefully they can get him in in that open area um for an official visit and we've got i think our strongest competition is going to be kiffin at this point so granted he is a texas kid houston runs a hell of an offense for a quarterback um it could be pretty tough to hold off too but we'll see um yeah, I just got super excited just, just talking about him. Brandon, you got to watch his highlights, man. He is something else. It's going to be the um, first thing I do. Houston Baptist is a good place to start. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, Brandon, anything else you want to add final statement-wise? I'm good. Yeah, man, social media was so not fun for the past three months. Social media was a blast today. Like, I was – I hope my, my boss doesn't listen to this, but if he does, I'm sorry – um, I, I was all over Twitter all day. You know, I was watching the big 10 network. I was watching, you know, ESPN. I mean, we, we got more love on signing day than we ever have. Today was a blast. These are the reasons we're fans. Um, if you didn't get to enjoy it, I, I I'd say turn on BTN sometime this week. Uh, Indiana got the most press I could ever remember us getting. It was fun. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Anything else from you, Seth? No? I'm all good. I was going to say turn on our podcast too, but I guess if you're listening to this, Brandon just told you to turn on BTN. So yeah, there you go. It all checks out. Uh, be sure to check out the pod on Twitter. It's at podcast LEO. And be sure to download, rate, follow, review, whatever else um, you want to do on all the platforms. We're there. You find us. If we're not on one, let us know, and we'll get on there. But until then, we'll talk to you next week when we talk about the commits on defense and any other news that may have um, been added along the way. You guys thought this podcast went long? Just wait until next week. Oh, yeah. Wait until next week. Like Maybe wait for like a flight home to go see your family or something. Or just listen to it immediately on your way to work, at work. Um on your way to lunch, on the way back from lunch, and then on your way home, and then while you're at home. That's how long it'll be. So um, until then, we'll talk to you guys. We love you. Elio. 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 He said. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.